when we're looking at clarity, we want to get clear as to what problem are we really solving? We want to make sure that our thinking is allowing us to see beyond where we currently are so that we can make those changes to grow into that next version of ourselves. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Most people fail to take that very first step into a vision or a dream that they have. And it's not because they're afraid. A lot of times we want to say, oh, I'm afraid, therefore I don't. But actually, there's another reason that is keeping people in the starting blocks. And today, Conscious Investor, that's what we're going to unpack and dive into. But before we dive into that, I just want to give a huge shout out to Directed IRA. They are sponsoring the Conscious Investor Growth Summit. And I'm so excited to have Matt Sorensen flying up. He's coming up for like 36 hours um, because he has some other things that he needs to attend to. But he is coming to speak on Friday at the Conscious Investor Growth Summit. If you haven't looked into Directed IRA and the myriad of ways that they can support you in transitioning your 401k, your IRA into a self-directed product so that you can be behind the investment, you are missing out. I love the integrity, the honesty, and just the availability that they have all hands on deck to support people, their clients in a really powerful way. Not only can they help you with self-directing resources, they have a lot of tax solutions. So I know it's that time of year. If you're looking for that kind of solution, head on over down in the show notes, click on the link for directed IRA. Go check out all the solutions that they have. There will probably be something for you. And by the way, have you picked up your tickets to the Conscious Investor Growth Summit? I've been blown away by this concept of our portfolio is a reflection of our mindset. And there's so many events out there. I know that it's real easy to get caught up in big names. And yes, they've earned it. And they're amazing people. I'm so grateful I get to know so many of them. And yet there are some smaller spaces where we can really elevate ourselves as investors in a completely different way. And that's what's separating the Conscious Investor Growth Summit from so many other events out there. We're taking that holistic approach so that your mindset is empowering the mechanics You already know how to invest more than likely, you know, the next step you need to take, but you're just not taking it. Why is that? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit in this podcast episode, but then there's also that mindset element that is just like, let's get that set up and put in place. Not only are we talking about mindset and wealth building strategies at the Conscious Investor Growth Summit, but we're also talking about your health. We're talking about your physical health, your mental health, your relational health. We're talking about all of it. Head on over to ConsciousInvestorGrowthSummit.com. You can pick up your tickets today for 50% off because I am here to serve. This is no sales, all service. You want to be there March 8th through 10th at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Okay, I'm so excited to dive into this concept of how do we start anything? There are basic principles that can help us take that first next step that we need to do. Maybe you're like, wow, I would really like to have my fitness. Health and fitness are a focal point for me for 2024. It's like maybe you're in the same boat and you're saying, hey, I'm getting a little older and I really want to ensure that this shell that is 
carrying my soul through this lifetime is really equipped to carry me in a way that I can enjoy life and living. And so I'm going to double down and take care of it. But wow, how do I even start with that? Where do we even start with that? It'd be really interesting to start a book club. How do we even start with that? Really interesting. I get a lot of people that want to start podcasts. And so how? How do I even start a podcast? How do I start a meetup group? How do I start? Well, there are three keys to starting anything. I'm going to give you all three of them right up front. Yep. I'm not going to dangle any carrots because I respect you, Conscious Investor. I think you're super awesome and that you're in this for more than the concept of just give me the goodies up front and then I'm going to ditch out on the podcast. So stick around to the end because it's always worth it. And it's going to unpack each of these in a more meaningful, substantial way. And by the way, I'm always going to have really great book recommendations along the way that are going to support you with this. So the three keys elements to starting anything are these. One, clarity. Two, rally. And three, systems. Or we can also call it strategic thinking. Okay. To me, those are synonymous. I am going to be referencing this book right here. It is called Thinking for a Change by John C. Maxwell. I read this book probably five or six years ago. And this is the beginning of my personal growth and development. One of the very first books that I started reading. And yeah, you heard that. You put that together, right? Five, six years ago. So when you start down this path and you take it seriously, you start investing in yourself there is a compounding effect that is so substantial. So in this book, Thinking for a Change, he really definitely touches on these qualities, the clarity, the rally, and the strategic systems. And that is exactly why I'm referencing his work right now at this time. So let's double down on clarity. What does that mean? I've spoken about clarity so often on the podcast, but let's talk about it again and add some new dimension to it. William Feather, he says, quote, before it can be solved, a problem must be clearly defined. Clarity allows us to say, what is this that we are aiming for? And Maxwell goes on to say, too many people rush to solutions. And as a result, they end up solving the wrong problem. Begin by asking, what else could be the real issue? What are some examples of this? A lot of times in conversation, and let's be real, we do this. The easiest example is in our relationships. A lot of time, a spouse or a child will start talking about something they're experiencing. Maybe it's at the school cafeteria. And by the way, this is not a real example, just to be very clear, because I do give examples for my kids, but this is a fictitious example. But maybe our child comes to us and says, oh, yeah, you know, in school cafeteria, this person was being really rude to me. And then they took the food off out of my lunch bag. Like, I don't understand. And we can end up inserting a lot of other things. We can rush to a solution. Oh my goodness, you should make sure that you speak up and advocate for yourself and tell that person like, hey, back away, don't be rude to me. And like some healthy boundaries. And we can start telling someone what to do before we even get to the deeper issue. What is really the undercurrent of what is taking place at this moment? So before we rush into anything, before we start anything, we want to start by saying, what is this I'm really going for? What is the undercurrent? On the crust, it may look and appear like I want to start this book club. And the reason is because 
Well, initially, maybe it's because you want the accountability to keep reading. But if you dig a little deeper into those deeper layers beneath the crust, you might start realizing, oh, I have a longing for community. I have a longing for connection. I have a longing to have meaningful conversation with other people on topics that are rich and meaningful and that are going to influence and impact our lives. So if we start at the top and we just said, I want to start a book club so I have accountability, and we just simply run with that, we miss that deeper meaning and that deeper opportunity for us to connect with others. When we realize some of those deeper meanings, that allows us to then create and orchestrate in a way that will enhance that. Clarity also helps with our thinking. Going back to Maxwell's book, he says, only when you make the right changes to your thinking do other things begin to turn out right in your life. Well, we have to start shifting. And I'm going to admit, I'm taking this a little out of context. But what I wanted to point to is the fact that when we're clear, then we're able to start shifting and making those other changes so that we're progressing and advancing towards the things that we really want. When we're getting clear, we want to be asking, who? Who am I? Who do I see involved in this? Who do I want to influence? Who do I want to impact? Who do I want influencing and impacting me? What do I want from this? What is the outcome that I can see right now? Because we can't see two blocks up around the corner and to the right. You've heard me say that so many times, right? A lot of times we want to see the entire start to finish process and we want to have that security blanket of it's going to work out fine and this is where we're going and this is the outcome. However, we have to receive that that is going to shift in the process. We also want to know why, as we're getting clear on this, why is it I want to pursue this? Going back to the book club example. Okay, that first answer is the easiest answer. Let's keep going. I want to encourage you one exercise that you can do that is really simple. is Simply set the timer on your clock for 60 or 90 seconds. And anything that you want to pursue, simply set a timer and write why at the top and start writing all the reasons why. And don't stop. Don't allow yourself to stop. Don't allow yourself to write three reasons and like, okay, that's it. Because the deeper thinking that we do with that type of exercise is actually going to reveal more substance and more meaning. We push ourselves. And that's really important for us to not settle for those first thoughts, but for us to actually push ourselves to say, no, really, what else do you want from this? My dad was notorious. He always asked us, and what else? And what else? Oh, okay. And? And he would regularly ask that question. I would hear him when I was a real estate sales agent and we were in the same office within the office. I could hear him on these phone calls with other realtors and maybe he's negotiating and he's asking these questions or he's asking his buyer or his seller. And what else? And what else? Because we have to get to that deeper meaning. We must dig deeper and it it's not comfortable and it's going to require your brain to sweat a bit. Don't be afraid to do that. The result is substantial and powerful. When we're thinking about that clarity, we also want to be thinking, why me? Why them? Okay. Or it, it might be an inanimate object that you're going to be working with, right? But you want to understand the position and the place of who is involved here and what are the positions? What are the postures that we have? And why would this work? 
Why is this so important? So when we're looking at clarity, we want to get clear as to what problem are we really solving? We don't want to go on the superficial. We want to dig deeper. And then we want to challenge our beliefs. We want to make sure that our thinking is allowing us to see beyond where we currently are so that we can make those changes, adaptations to grow into that next version of ourselves. Okay. Step two, second key, I should say. And really, I'd kind of like to go back to one, 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 kind of like Alex Hermosi says, just all of them are important. I'm going to number all of them number one, because they aren't less important or more important than the other one. (laughs) So um, the second key is to rally. So we want to look at who do I need to align with? Or we could say, what more do I need to learn or distill from my experiences and extract so that I am prepared and ready for this? A lot of times neglect really looking at the resources that we currently have and the resources that we need to equip ourselves with so that we can be successful on the journey ahead. If we were going to go out on a really epic mountain bike ride out in the backcountry wilderness, you can already tell I'm getting excited about the season coming up. But when we're thinking about that, I'm not going to just go out there and like, oh, cool, I've got my bike, I'm ready to go. I'm going to be saying, okay, what do I need? Well, okay, to make sure I've got some nutrition in my pack. I want to make sure my hydration bladder is completely filled. I want to make sure I've got my delicious organic gummy bears because a couple of those out on the trail is a real treat on a hot, sweaty day. And then I want to be thinking, if I get a flat tire, do I have CO2 cartridges? Do I have the right tools so that I can change flat tire if I need to? We're not just going to head on out into the wilderness. We're going to make sure that we are prepared. And so as we are preparing to start something, we want to do that inventory. We want to look at that. Now, what does that look like when it comes to starting something practical? Maybe when we're looking at our health and nutrition is saying, okay, I need to take an honest assessment of where I'm currently at. Let's just get the baseline. Let's be real. And let's understand what are the mechanics. For me, real time. I'm using this scale and it has an app associated and I don't know how they get the information. People ask me this. I'm like, I don't know. And I don't know if it's accurate, but it provides me these metrics that show the baseline. Okay. This is what your BMI is. This is your body fat percentage. This is your bone mass, your muscle mass, your protein count. I mean, again, I don't know how it aggregates all this information just from me putting my feet on the scale, but I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to just work within that zone. And I'm going to receive it. And now I have this baseline because I've been taking these measurements consistently. I can see, okay, here's the consistent baseline. This is what it looks like. Now I know exactly what I'm looking with. I've taken inventory of what is taking place. And now I can see what pieces need some tweaking. Where do I need to refine this a little bit? And now I know exactly what I'm looking and searching for right? And getting even further clarity as I'm rallying. So when we rally, we want to be looking at really the inventory and saying, who else needs to come around me? So when we think about the who's, we want to look at more than likely, you know, a lot of exceptional people. And those people might not be the people that are going to be the direct link or the direct person that is going to be part of your system in some capacity. 
that capacity could be they might be a role model, they might be an encourager, they might be someone that is a mentor. There are a lot of different ways. However, those people might connect you with that next person. I know through organizing the Conscious Investor Growth Summit, the amount of connections that I gain through organizing that event is substantial because this person will say, oh, you got to meet that person over there and then that person. And the next thing you know, it's like everyone you need is within two, three people of your current network. Okay. So you want to rally and say, who is it that I need to align with? Who do I need to have courage to say, ask? I just need to ask, hey, do you know someone? Would you mind supporting me? Do you know someone that has done this? Do you know someone that thinks about this? We don't have to have all the solutions in and of ourselves. And that's where our ego comes into play. And we really have to put our ego into check. I have had to learn this time and time again. I used to think that my ideas were special. They were unique. And yes, they are. I'm not minimizing that at all. However, the moment you start going down a particular path, for me, going down the mindset path over all these years, it's just shown me I am very much not alone on this mindset path. And it cracks me up when I think I've said something that is original here on the podcast. And then I catch wind of someone else saying it on some other social platform. Like, wait, what? Are they listening to my podcast? There have been a few times where I'm like, Ed Milet is listening to my show and he is borrowing some of my ideas and concepts because I said them here first, right? Now, I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm digging myself into a hole now, aren't I? <laughs> but what I am saying is that when we are all on that same frequency, there is going to be a lot of similarities and a lot of crossovers. And that's why rallying with the who's is really important because now we're building off of each other's ideas and we're supporting each other in these powerful, substantial ways. So we don't need to go it alone. We're not created and designed to forge the path alone. That's not to say that there aren't going to be times where you are alone on the path or that you feel lonely on the path because part of the path that we walk is internal work, it's change, and it requires us to be still and alone at times. And that's okay. But there are other people around us and we need to tap into that right there. All right, let's dive into the third key. And I am going to borrow substantially from John C. Maxwell because this is an old book. It's a classic book. I'm not sure exactly when it was written, but I mean, the pages are kind of ambered and such. So that kind of tells you something right there. But when we talk about the third key, which we've gone through clarity, we've gone through rally, and now we're talking about systems or as Maxwell puts it, strategic thinking. Okay. And this is where he says systems, which are nothing more than good strategies repeated. So we're taking a strategy and we're systematizing it. We're repeating it. We're creating a process for it so that we can gain that success. He says further, strategic thinking is the bridge that links where you are to where you want to be. So if you want to start that book club, go on that epic mountain bike ride. You want to get in the best shape of your life. If you want those things, right? We build that bridge, okay? And we take that with our strategic thinking. This is where I am. 
These are the systems I am going to repeat. And that is that strategy that is going through. He also says something that stung a bit the first time. And I know this because I underlined it and I starred it in the book. It says sloppy or generalized thinking is an enemy of achievement. Now, I am a visionary and I meet a lot of people that also say they are visionaries. And this is Achilles heel of a visionary. It's easy to say, oh, I see the vision and this is the way it could be. And I can see the whole thing. And they can paint this beautiful picture before us, but there isn't systematized thinking behind it. This is an area where I've grown and where I'm specifically intentionally aiming to grow this year. Because I can see the cost of not having this level of processes in place. It is so critical. So for that generalized vision, we need to have these elements and to say, okay, here's the high level plan. And this is a beautiful, grandiose vision that I have. Okay. All right, Buttercup, give me the three ways you're going to start this first point of yours. What is it that is going to drive that? What will drive the results? What are the actual actions that you are going to take that will cause movement in that particular area? So generalized thinking is the enemy of achievement. Apparently, I'm struggling to talk today. So I want to leave you with some questions about strategic thinking. And these are in his book. If you buy the book, it's on page 143, just to give you a little asterisk there for you to work with. But he says, um, we need to understand the direction, which really very much aligns with clarity. What should we do next and why? We need to be organized. Who is responsible for what? Okay. We need the cash. A lot of our projects that we want to accomplish, they are going to require capital. And so we want to ensure that we understand how much cash and capital is required to press play on this. What is the projected income? What are the expenses? Like get clear, get granular on this. Keep track. Are we on target? And then always have an overall evaluation. Are we achieving the quality that we expect and demand of ourselves? Don't play small. Don't let yourself off easy. And this could be you against you. It could be you on that scale, you at the gym, you in the kitchen saying like, hey, am I going to get the quality I want when I'm just showing up half-heartedly at the gym? I have to say, I'm facing this the other day. Little Miss and I were at the gym. We're lifting weights three days a week. She's been wanting to do that for a long time. And so we've been doing that over the last few months. And I wasn't feeling super great. And I looked at myself, there's a mirror head and I'm doing these assisted pull-ups. And I could have just puttered out. And I looked at myself, I'm like, you don't putter out. You don't quit. The quality is high. Like you only have to do 10 of these. Like, come on, buttercup, let's go, get going. Sometimes we have to use that self-talk to remind us it's not forever. I've been doing 22 push-ups every morning and I don't like them. I do not like push-ups. And it's this mindset shift every single morning where I just have that moment where I get down in position and it's like, okay. And I remind myself, this takes like 60 seconds or less to do. Like suck it up, knock them out, get her done. Because a lot of times we want to lag. We want to delay. Oh, I don't want to do that. It's just so miserable. And the amount of time that we spend 
complaining or doing something half-heartedly in that same amount of time, actually far less time usually, we could have knocked a project out of the ballpark. So let's remember that as we are implementing strategic thinking and systems into um, something that we want to start, let's remember, hey, don't sideline this project because of waste time, because of you know thinking and sloppy thinking at that. Let's just get going. Let's zero in and let's knock this out of the park. All right. That's what I've got for you, Conscious Investor. I hope that's supportive for you in starting anything. These are three simple things and we don't need to exaggerate any of these. We just simply need to ask, where do I need to get clear? Who is this? Who's involved? What is this about? Why? And why to the why? Why do I really want to do this? Rally. This isn't just dependent on me. I have this heart, this vision, this purpose, this idea for a reason. And there are other people out there that are similarly minded or have more experience than me that I can link arms with. Or we can also be thinking, I have experiences already in my past. I need to take some time to think through those experiences so I can extract, I can distill all the goodness out of them. And then I can move forward very powerfully. Then we're ready for that strategic thinking, the systems that we can put into place so that we're not operating in a sloppy way, that we're executing in a high caliber way and creating that quality that makes us just so proud and so excited. All right, Conscious Investor, you know what I'm going to say next. I'm sure of it. But hey, why have you been a stranger? <laughs> Conscious Investor, you know I'm here to serve. If you haven't heard, at the Growth Summit, it's all service, no sales. I'm not out there. I'm not going to sell you a coaching program. I'm not going to sell you a mentorship program. We're not there to sell. We're there to serve. So I want you to know that's always my heart and my posture. Some of you are, have been listening for a while and you've wanted, you felt that I just need to call and talk to Julie. I need to talk to her about investing. This is the year I need to get started. I need to press play on that. Hey, you're not alone. Let's get that clarity. Let's help refine that. Let's rally together and let's create a system and process. Some of you might be listening and you're thinking, I feel really sloppy inside. I think I need to do some of this internal work and I need to process through. You don't need to process through alone. Uh, I have two coaching slots available on the one-on-one side. And I really like that one-on-one coaching side with people where you feel that potential inside of you and you know you want to activate it and you just don't know how. You just feel those blocks or that disconnect. You're like, why is it I've been trying everything under the sun and yet I'm not getting where I want to go. I'm still feeling this inside and I don't feel it coming out of me in the way I want. If you're feeling like that, Let's talk. You're my favorite people to coach because <laughs> that is so much fun to watch you flourish, to watch you unpack, to release that flow and to absolutely soar because you were created for more. You are hardwired by God to create an impact in this world, whether that's in a family setting, in a relationship, at your work, in your community, around the world. I don't know, but every one of us has something to offer the world. And I love helping and supporting you doing that. In any case, Head on down to the bottom, schedule time for us to talk. I don't do Zoom calls, generally speaking, because I love to walk when we talk. So expect me to be walking, huffing and puffing up a hill. 
And for us to have a really great conversation, it'll sound very much just like this on the podcast, but over the phone. Katja Sylvester, I appreciate you and your support over the years. It's meant the world to me. And I hope that you carry out your day with strong health, mindset, and wealth. Hey, Conscious Investor, I have a quick, humble ask. And that is that you head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest rating and review. These rating and reviews allow me to reach other guests that are of different levels and statures and prominence and all of that. It really shows to them that, wow, you have engaged listeners who care about your show. So if you would take a moment and go and leave an honest rating and review, and the platform is, it's on Apple Podcasts. And to do that, you go to the main show. So if you're on an episode, you just have to click on the Conscious Investor Podcast. If you scroll towards the bottom, you'll see in little tiny font, it's so small, it'll say, write your own review, like write a review, just click on that. If you would take a moment and just let me know me and these amazing guests that come onto the show, something that is helping and supporting you in your life. It absolutely mean the world to me. And it supports a show in ways beyond measure. You have no idea. So Thanks so much for taking 60, 90 seconds to just head over to Apple Podcasts to leave that honest rating and review Conscious Investor. Absolutely means the world to me. Are you enjoying this episode? Do the world a favor and help trip the algorithm by leaving a review so that this content reaches many others. 